It's the 3rd of May on theconstantinvestor.com. I'm James Brandis, and I'm speaking with one of TCI's curious investors, James Murphy. James, you've turned your love of food and coffee into your career. Tell us a bit about what you do. Absolutely. Um, look, thanks very much for having me. It's um, certainly, you know, curious investor is a good description uh, for me. <laughs> um, I, uh, I own a couple of uh, coffee shops here in Melbourne, uh, we're called uh, Kerry Kerry. Um, we've got one in the Fitzroy Gardens, um, and it's really sort of very much a community-focused cafe. Um, so yeah, on a day-to-day basis, we um, yeah make coffee. You know, operate very much like um, a coffee shop, but then we sort of have this uh, you know very community-focused element to our business. Yeah, and I've been going. Uh, we recently celebrated our ten years. Oh wow! And how big's your team there? Uh, so we recently. Uh, we sold one of our shops um, just on Friday, um, so now we're just down to one um, shop, and there's um, about 15 of us. And how are you invested, James? What's your portfolio look like? Uh, in terms of coffee shops? <laughs> yeah, well, do you, do you have investments outside your coffee shops, or are you just invested yeah. in those? Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, I'm a, a very small-time um, investor, you know, so um, most of my um, yeah, most of my, my time has been spent... Um, in the coffee shops, you, coffee shops are quite sort of labour intensive um, uh, and you know capital intensive. You know, so they require you know um, coffee machines and fridges and, and all sorts of stuff to um, to sort of operate on a day to day basis. I um, mean, but I've been lucky enough um, over the years to to sort of put away um, a little bit of money at various times. Um, and yeah, I have a small portfolio um, which I sort of um, you know look at regularly. Um, and at different times. You know, for instance, um, when we opened the new shop, I had to sell everything and use the money to sort of launch um, that shop. And, you know, to be honest, that's been, been quite great because I suppose I'm learning that, you know, there's various cycles um, and it's quite good to, um, in many ways, have a forced reset, you know, to, to sort of need to sell everything and, and sort of start again at various points. Yeah, and, and you told me earlier that you had your super with Australian Ethical Super and you're interested in uh, renewables as far as investments goes. Is it important for you to have ethical investments? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, look, when I first started um, with, um, you know, my super, you know, when, with my first job, I was with Vic Super um, and they had a great sort of sustainability fund and, and that was a focus for me. Um, but, yeah, recently I've sort of moved over to Australian Ethical um Super, and, and they're great. I mean, you know, quite, I, I suppose, you know, from an ethical point, it's fantastic. But then also, you know, it's great to sort of see someone like that doing so well, both from a returns point of view also. Yeah. And you also mentioned you had some ETFs. Is it your uh, approach to investing to let the experts choose where the money goes? Is that where you feel more, feel more comfortable? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, I've learned that, uh, you know, I'm pretty good at making a cup of coffee, but when it comes to investing... Um, <laughs> It's much better to leave it to the experts. And I think, um, you know, with so much happening over the last 10 years, um, you know, I've really sort of, I suppose, come to the view that, you know, it's very hard to predict anything, even if you're an expert, you know, with what's going to happen in the market. But, um, you know, I suppose it's great to have um, an ETF in the way that, yeah, it's sort of got that diversification, you know, um, with various sort of stocks. And I think every time I try to pick a particular stock, you know, I sort of... uh, you know, once I purchase it, it goes the other way. You know, so uh, yeah. <laughs> Time is everything, better. isn't it? Absolutely. So yeah. And you mentioned you're a fan of Ray Dalio and his all-weather portfolio strategy. Tell us a little bit about Ray and what you've learned from him. 
Well, look, uh, I mean, as, as you sort of said, I'm a curious investor, and I think for me, um, you know, it's really uh, I'm most interested in sort of how you how you minimise that risk. You know, I think um, you know buying ETFs or you know whatever it is, you know, it's really around. I suppose you know looking at Ray's sort of philosophy is really sort of I suppose got me interested in re- investing again in the sense of just you know um, saving regularly and and really sort of putting it somewhere that's really not gonna you know you're not gonna get those massive wins but you're also gonna you know sort of preserve your capital and I think sort of his strategies around yeah just looking at the weighting of your risk and your various your portfolio at various times um, has really sort of um, yeah been quite interesting to me and I think. Um, you know, I've noticed that he buys, you know, a lot of ETFs and, you know, and certainly so that's been um, a great sort of, um, you know, learning for me and probably encouraged me you know, to sort of see investing as something, you know, over the period of your life rather than sort of, you know, oh, you know, I didn't buy at the bottom of the market in 2008 and, you know, never going to get the returns again, you know. So, um, yeah, it's been fascinating. And have you read any books by other investors or, or just other investment books that, that have stayed with you? Look, I mean, I'm very new to investing. You know, I mean, having said that, you know, my father was a, you know, partner in one of the big four and, you know, my sister's, you know, in finance. Um, so I'm sort of the, you know, the social worker of the family, you know, on the other side. Um, so, you know, they give me plenty of advice, which is great. Um, but um, but in terms of investing, you know, specifically from a strategy point of view, it, it's, it's new to me. And I think that's the great thing about the constant investor is that, um it's really great to just get those different perspectives, you know, from whether it be some of the fund managers or uh, Alan's overview, or I mean, some of your interviews are fantastic with various individuals. But I think for me, um, it's just great to to get a sense with, um, yeah, what's happening out there has been fantastic. And I was really interested to know um, how you made the leap from employee to business owner. You mentioned you when you started, you um, had your super with Vic Super with wherever you were employed. But how did you leap from employee to uh, owning your first cafe? Yeah, sure. Well, it's um, it's a little while ago now, but um, I'm a social worker by background, and uh, my first job was in family services and child protection and those sort of things. Um, yeah, and then I sort of took the leap because, you know, in that in that sort of work, you sort of, you know, really limited in your ability to sort of have change. Um, and I wanted to sort of provide employment opportunities for, you know, people that wouldn't be employed otherwise. Um, and I took the leap, you know, with all of, I had $1,500 um, when I got started and I took the leap by renting absolutely everything, you know, and so we, we weren't quite sure how it was going to turn out. But, um, you know, it's obviously grown since then. Um, but, you know, you sort of have that very modest start. Um, it sort of reminds you of um, where you've come from. And what do you think the secret to uh, running a good cafe is? It, you mentioned that community involvement with people and, and uh, that community atmosphere. Is, is that is it simply that? Oh, look, I think, I think um, you know, people really love uh, the community element to, to what it means, you know, especially with the online world now, is people really love coming together. You know, and I think people love... Um, you know, place-based communities where they can sort of really have that meeting place and be surrounded by a diverse group of people. So I think, you know, most people, I mean, you know, you wouldn't survive unless you have great, you know, um, coffee and food and all, all those sort of elements, but it's really around the environment you create around that that's really the most important thing. So what do you think your goal is with your investing, James? Is it to open more community-minded cafes or are you planning to set yourself up for um, a comfortable retirement? What's your goal? 
Look, I think I've just got a very modest sort of regular um, saving goal. Um, you know, of each month, I just sort of like to, you know, put a little bit aside. And I think in business, you know, I've opened, um, you know, four sites now, you know, and, and sort of, um, you know, part of that is sort of not feeling like you're sort of um, risking everything every time. You know, I've sort of done that a couple of times where, you know, you go from the small site to the bigger site and then a the bigger site again. And, and I think for me, sort of, it's more about, um, just consistently putting away a little bit of money um, in in various things, and you know, really leaving it to the experts, um, you know, to sort of have that money work for you. Um, but really, sort of quite modestly, sort of um, yeah, saving that up over time. And you know, when you do the sums on it, you know, it's really doesn't take much from a you know small repetitive element to really get get ahead. You know, that sounds like a good plan, James. Thanks for being our curious investor today. Great. Thanks very much. James Murphy is a member of the TCI community and this is theconstantinvestor.com.